Chapter 9 Eyes to See and Ears to Hear When we are positioned in Christ, we are placing ourselves in a posture of hearing from Him clearly. I will talk more about hearing from God in the book section called Results of Surrendering. For now, I really want to stay in the stream of practicality of the actions that follow within the act of surrendering. Posturing yourself rightly before God is something that is impossible without Jesus. Through Jesus Christ and what he has fulfilled and accomplished through his life, we are now able to have a right position and posture with God our Father. The very act of surrendering is the act of posturing yourself before God in such a way where you are able and willing to align yourself fully with his will for your life. Surrendering is enacted by a physical posture and a spiritual one. Willingness before our Father for His will to be done regardless of ours. Jesus asked the crowd many times if they had eyes to see and ears to hear that which was being revealed to them. Being positioned and postured before God is being in the state of readiness with eyes to see and ears to hear. The question that falls in my mind is, are there practical ways to be both positioned and postured before God in surrendering? I believe there is. One example is the one I discussed in the previous chapter with finances through tithing generosity. I would like to highlight four practical examples of ways we, as followers of Jesus, can be positioned and postured in Christ. Prayer, singing praises, fasting, and being connected to a community of followers of Jesus. This chapter is not highlighting any of these acts in any particular order of significance. Prayer Trying to describe prayer is kind of like describing music to someone. There are many genres and instruments that can be used within the compilation of what prayer consists of. For example, prayer can be a simple form of conversation between you and God that sounds much like a conversation you would have with a friend, discussing any range of topics. Prayer can also be a moment of acknowledgement of God's presence within your day. This acknowledgement is less about what is said and is more about what is being seen or felt. We can pray about specific situations, make requests, or even acknowledge and give thanks for different things in our life. The role of surrendering prayer is a great way to posture yourself before God in communication with Him by literally saying the words, I surrender to your will. Through very specific requests or in general prayer, we can practically posture and position ourselves in surrendering to Him. It can be the physical action of being on your knees in prayer or raising your hands up as a physical act of spiritual posture demonstrating your desire to be before God the Father. Just like tithing is an act tied to what it means to surrender your finances to Jesus, prayer is an act through word and physical posture where we can spiritually position and posture ourselves in surrendering everything to Jesus. I would include scripture reading within the discipline of prayer. The Bible talks about this idea of meditating on the Word of God day and night. This idea of meditation is not about emptying oneself, but being filled with the Spirit. The primary way I see this happening is through reading scriptures within the context of your prayers. If you read your Bible but never invite Jesus into the conversation, you might as well be reading any other book. Therefore, I would directly include prayer 
while reading, meditating on scripture as a key element within this posturing. Reading scripture out loud and asking God questions while reading is also a great way to connect deeper with Jesus. Singing Praises You do not have to be a musician nor a good singer to sing praises to God. Worshiping God through music is a time to acknowledge, declare, and praise God for who He is. It's a time where through words we can also surrender everything over to God. We can sing praises to God privately or publicly, but regardless of location, in both cases it's an act towards God alone. There is something powerful about worshiping God when no one is around. Private moments with God are sacred and I believe very precious to our Father. Simultaneously, there is something very powerful about coming before God and singing praises to Him in union with other followers who are fully surrendered to Him. Truly, it can be through song that we surrender everything to our Father, both individually and even as a community of believers. Truly, it can be through a song that we surrender everything to our Father, both individually and even as a community of believers. Despite not being a musician or a singer, worshiping God through music has been the primary place where I have surrendered everything over to God, both publicly and privately. I have heard it said, and have experienced it personally, that when the praises go up, His presence comes down. I believe it was through prayer and singing that King David in the Bible was able to experience God the way he did even before Jesus Christ of Nazareth entered the world as a baby. Singing praises, whether in public or private, calls us to posture our mind, body, and soul in surrendering to God. Fasting Fasting can be one of the most effective and personal ways of posturing yourself before God. I love that Jesus' teaching on fasting he highlights the importance of secrecy and sacredness of the act. Fasting isn't intended to be something that everyone around you knows that you are doing. The more private, the better. Especially when it comes to trying to make major decisions in life, relationship, career, where to live, I highly recommend fasting. God is not a vending machine, and there isn't a formula of action that we can do to get God to do anything. However, Jesus through scripture does highlight things we can do if we are finding ourselves at a crossroad or roadblock. Fasting is one way to break through or find clarity within a situation. In the Gospel of Matthew, there is a story in which Jesus' disciples try to heal man and cannot. Being unsuccessful, they bring the man to Jesus and he heals them. The disciples asked Jesus why they couldn't heal him. He told them that certain things cannot occur without prayer and fasting. Again, this isn't a formula, but if you are seeking for a breakthrough in your life, or someone you know and you haven't fasted yet, this is probably the next step for you. The question that can be asked is how long and what do I fast? Very contextual question. Personally, due to the severity of my health problems, I have only fasted food very few times in my life. In my context, I fast other things that really matter to me or that I rely on. If you can fast in the area of food, I would highly recommend it simply because almost every situation mentioned in scripture about fasting is related to food. If you are like me and have severe health issues, you can fast your time, snacks, coffee, tea, video games, entertainment, sex in the context of marriage and mutually agreed upon, and many other things. If you ask God or even yourself what to fast, and an item or area comes to mind where you feel that in your gut it would be really challenging to give up, perhaps choose that. 
Remember, the point of fast is to remove that something that you are relying on and replace it with a deeper reliance and attention to God. Fasting is such a difficult yet profound and practical way of posturing yourself before God in surrendering to Him. Try it. Community of Believers Near the end of the Gospels, there is a moment where Jesus is surrounded by His disciples and He washes their feet. The act of washing someone's feet would have been an act of a servant, yet the disciples were having this done to them by their master slash teacher. This act alone would have been radical for any onlooker to witness. Jesus was more than just a master or a teacher. He was God in flesh performing this act. Jesus farther articulates to his disciples that they won't fully understand the magnitude of this act until later, referring to the time where the Spirit would fill them at Pentecost. Jesus calls his followers, which includes you and me, to follow his example in this action. Read John chapter 13, verse 15. He farther declares that if he is considered a master to them, how much more they as servants should treat each other in this way. I believe this teaching directly correlates to this idea of our posture before God and others in the role of surrendering. Jesus is teaching his followers that our posture is to be one of service towards one another. True confidence is being so secure in yourself that you no longer need to prove yourself to others, but you are the first person in the room to encourage and enable those around you to do what you know you could do better. True humility. This directly ties to the favor that comes from surrendering to God, but we will talk about that in a later chapter. For now, I will say, I believe one of the main signs of someone who is fully surrendered to Jesus is humility that is reflected in the silent obedience of serving others. This is something that can only be expressed through community. Being active in a community is a sure way of posturing ourselves in surrendering to God. The last thing I would add within the discipline of being connected in the community is taking communion. Communion is what Jesus enacted moments after washing his disciples' feet. Many Christians are not a part of a local church. Although I can have empathy for their reasoning, I believe there is something that we miss out on when we do not come together with other followers of Jesus and take communion. Whether it be in the context of someone's home or in a church building itself, the idea of being in a community of believers that is centered around the table is essential in posturing oneself rightly before God who is at the head of the table. Conclusion Concluding this chapter, I believe these four elements of walking with Jesus are key in positioning and posturing ourselves in surrendering to Him. Through these disciplines, we can have eyes and ears to see and hear from our Father in a way that is direct and clear. Although there are other ways to connect and to posture ourselves before God, these four disciplines are the ones that myself and others I trust have found super helpful in our act to surrender to Him.